to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley, and um, happy to be back with you after some travels. Um, and this one ended up uh, today, made it in from Rome uh, through the Philadelphia airport and then headed on to DFW later tonight. It's great to visit with you. Good to be with you, Aaron. Appreciate you and Ward. Um, uh, and just uh, filling in and doing that thing and so many people were a part of that and I appreciated it and uh, I did share some uh, pictures via social media of uh, my trip to the Amalfi Coast and Venice and sort of all over Italy and uh, what a uh, what a gorgeous place and uh, Aaron um, I don't know if this was designed I, I, I didn't exactly make these travel plans but this was one of the rare times a lengthy layover in Philly actually worked out that I could do the show today. <laughs> so uh, I don't think anybody really wants a, uh, a long layover, but it's happening. And uh, so I'm able to pull it off right now. And Aaron, you'll be happy to know I've located a, uh, now I think i got to put some money in this thing. I've located one of those, um, uh, you know, recliner type chairs, like a massage chair. And, and I think every once in a while it'll, it'll you know, give you a little massage or something like that. So I may have to drop some quarters in this. But I am uh, somewhere outside of B-8 uh, in the Philly airport getting ready to fly to Dallas and then back into central Texas. And, Aaron, um, I think you were just being respectful uh, of my trip. I hope that the good thing about... You know, with your crazy hours, I didn't hear a lot from you, but, you know, occasionally I would see something, and like most everybody in the world I knew was probably asleep at 2 or 3 in the morning, which was about 9 or 10 a.m. for me, but I knew you would still be up, so I would go ahead and send you things. So, Aaron, I hope it, I hope you don't leave your, you know, your, your alerts on during the evening or while you're trying to sleep, but I did... Uh, I do feel like you're kind of uh, up at all times, so I feel like I'm, I'm usually pretty safe with you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was uh, I was up for most of those texts. And you're right. Like, if you texted me something, I would text you back, but I didn't want to bother you while you were <laughs> vacationing. So I, I limited mine to you. <laughs> to like major I, didn't take stuff. It, I didn't take it personally or anything. So I, uh, I just occasionally I would see like a Baylor commitment and think, oh, gosh. You know, my, my, I don't, I, I'm sure you were seeing it anyway, but I uh, I was uh, excited. In fact, I think Baylor landed another four-star. We will have Kevin Longquist on today at 5 o'clock, and uh, uh, he's our man at Sikkim Sports. And so uh, Baylor did get a uh, commitment, and, uh, and we'll kind of follow up on some of that. I know Kevin also wants to weigh in on this growing um, – 
some bad blood forming between Texas Tech and TCU. And Aaron, I think with so much, and you may have some of that in uh, in Campus Confidential today at 440, I think with so much um, of angst being uh, toward like the Sooners and Longhorns for leaving, I think it's good to make sure, obviously, Baylor and TCU have their thing. I think it's really uh, a healthy thing to see the Frogs and the Red Raiders sort of getting into it, and this has nothing to do with realignment or anything. And quite honestly, it seems to have uh, a little to do with some jealousy of what Texas Tech decided to do. Now, Aaron, I'm, I'm pretty sure you probably covered that while I was gone, but I do think that was – I found that very interesting um, that Texas Tech now has – somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 85. I guess every one of their scholarship players is getting $25,000 each. And so that's pretty, you know, and it's a renewable contract each year. And that's through NIL, and that's through one of the the, um, Red Raiders collective. Is that going to change the whole world, and is everybody going to go to tech? No. But um, I think it's an interesting approach. Aaron, when you saw that, did you what, – what was your thought? Like, hey, good for tech. Look at Joey. I mean, it's – again, it's not the staggering amount we're hearing for certain players. But it is – I do think it's kind of smart to do something completely across the board, which really kind of – you know, I, I think part of what coaches worry about with this NIL is one or two players getting huge amounts, the rest of them barely getting any, and it being so uneven. Um, I think Tech may have threaded the needle a little bit on this thing. Yeah, when we talked about it, Ward and I both thought it was a great idea and an idea that will probably be copied by a lot of other schools. Do you think Ward was already getting something like that when he played at Tech? <laughs> he didn't say so, but I guess I should have asked him. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't think Tech was quite, uh, you know, paying players to the level of SMU and Texas A&M back in the day. But uh, we might Ward may have a few stories. He might have known about something going on back then. But uh, I. Uh, I tell you, it's really kind of fun. Uh Uh-oh, Aaron, the person sitting to my right here at the airport just stood up and walked away. I feel like she didn't really appreciate the Mosley show breaking out right next to her. (laughs) My, uh, uh, I I did, uh, my mother-in-law, and it's so great traveling with her because for, for a lot of reasons. One is, Aaron, she's got... She's traveled the world, so she has these great flight statuses. So we get on and have all the priority stuff because she's got the platinum or whatever it is at American. And so earlier she got me into the uh, Admirals Club. And so I was in there, and we were kind of thinking about could I do the show from in there. But, you know, everybody was being really quiet. It just seemed like a, a bad, bad call for me to be in there just you know, shouting about Baylor football <laughs> or something in the Philadelphia Admirals Club. But um, very, very nice. And some table-side guac uh, was uh, was on the house. And then uh, some Mandarin chicken and 
it's funny, man. When it's, we're, we're trained in the media, if we see free food, we just pounce. And uh, I'm sure it's not free for her. I mean, she has to obviously be at that status, but it was kind of nice. Now, for our world travelers in our audience, you may be wondering, oh, where did Mosley go in Italy? Aaron, do you think anybody's wondering that? I think they might, maybe a couple of them are. Sorrento, Positano, Amalfi, Ravallo, those were all over near the Amalfi Coast, right there on the Mediterranean. Uh, and uh, I mean, just right there on the ocean. And then there's another thing, the, another kind of what they call, it starts with a P, it's a it's a sea or ocean, uh, but but it was all just it was basically the Mediterranean, and it was just beyond belief. The because you've got sort of the mountains and the cliffs looking out over the sun-kissed waters. The waters are extremely blue, very very clear, gorgeous in the sun. And then of course I went to the world famous uh, Blue Grotto, which uh, anybody that goes to Capri. Is, uh, is very familiar with that. And uh, Nero and other rulers back in the day used to go into that grotto, and there's some kind of weird stories about all that. But anyway, it's a neat thing. It's touristy as all get out going to the Blue Grotto, but everybody needs to do it, and I wanted my daughter to see it, so that was fun. Now, Aaron, as a guy who... Uh, you're a man who enjoys a, a good meal. Um, I will say that I was inspired by... Uh, Stanley Tucci's CNN show where he travels around eating all over Italy and so we did eat at Lo Scolio Lo Scolio uh, on a, in a town called a little fishing village called Nerona and I had something called spaghetti alla zucchini okay and I'm not I'm not saying that's the most exotic thing I've ever ordered but uh, everybody can tell what that is and quite honestly, I heard about it and thought, that doesn't really, you know, I don't know, zucchini, spaghetti, whatever. It was unreal, like maybe one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. And so, uh, incredible. If you got a chance to go to the Amalfi Coast um, in Italy, do it. Do it in a heartbeat. From Dallas, you fly, uh, right now, there are only direct flights into Rome. And um, so you need to go into Rome unless you want to bounce around. If you're going to go to somewhere else like Naples or wherever, you've got to run through um, uh, somewhere like uh, Heathrow in London. So go if you want to go straight to Rome, you got to go from Dallas to Rome. I'm talking about for people in Central Texas. Okay, there's your travel updates. If you hear announcements in the background, it's because I am at the Philadelphia airport sitting on one of these massage chairs. I think I'm supposed to put some money into this thing or something. Aaron, I've, I've, as only as I can do, I, I think I've identified literally the most crowded area in this entire airport. Like I, There's like hundreds upon hundreds of people walking by me. So during our next break, I may stroll around, see what I can find. But uh, Philadelphia Airport, one of the busiest and uh, although much more food offerings than I recall. Uh, and on the subject of Philadelphia, Aaron, I, I did see, and I think I sent that to you, and let's do this tomorrow. There's an ESPN did a deal, and it basically projected from now until through 2024, like every team in the NFL's windows. Like it wasn't about this year. It was about what they have locked up through 2024. And I don't know if, Aaron, you had a chance to look at all that, but 
I, I was not good news for the Cowboys. In fact, I was kind of, I felt a little bit bad for McCarthy. They, they had a lot of their methodologies, which Aaron loves that kind of stuff, you know, all the different things they use. And that one was coaching. One was uh, uh, player roster. One was uh, general manager. You know, uh, there, one was quarterback. A huge part of it was quarterback. And so they had about five of those things. And they had the Cowboys ranked. They ranked them all in the NFL on each of these categories. And, uh, and from a coaching standpoint they had the uh, the Cowboys at number 31 number 31 in the NFL <laughs> Aaron does that seem a little bit r- rude or low to you I mean I do think Dan Quinn is a heck of a coach I don't think Kellen's that awful of an old coordinator people are thinking about hiring him as a head coach does 31 seem a little low to you uh, maybe a little low What's that? Maybe a little low. <laughs> <laughs> I think Aaron be- believes in the the. Uh, I thought that was pretty mean to McCarthy because it seemed to be all <laughs> based on him, and uh, and there's a good chance he will not be around for 2024. Other big news that came out today is that Howard Murray signed an enormous deal with the Arizona Cardinals, uh, the former Aggies in Oklahoma great, and obviously his major greatness came there at OU. Five years, $230.5 million, $160 million of that is guaranteed. Aaron, that comes down, that comes out to $46.1 million, um, $46.1 million per season. That trails only Aaron Rodgers and that is a little bit more than Patrick Mahomes got on that 10-year deal with the Chiefs. The thing is and and Dak did this too these teams get cornered and they even if there's some you know a little bit of you know distrust or ill feelings between a quarterback and a team, and it really did feel like Kyler Murray had some ill will toward the Cardinals with some of the stuff he did in the offseason as far as scrubbing all his social media. Um, if you, you would rather pay crazy amount of money than not have one of these guys or take the chance of having to go back in the draft and develop a guy from the start again. I, I, he was a rookie of the year in 2019. He's had incredible moments. He's thrown for 70 touchdowns. He's run for 20 touchdowns. He's been hurt the last two seasons. He's got high ankle sprains. He's a, he's a smaller guy who can, who takes a lot of punishment. In fact, you know, you might, from an athleticism standpoint, maybe try to compare him to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, to me, is just built to take a little more punishment than Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray is always, he just cannot sustain that many hits, and the man loves to scamper around back there. So, I, Aaron, when you saw that deal and you saw that announced, did that seem about right to you, or did that number come in even higher than you thought it would? No, every... It's just kind of the way it goes. It's a domino effect. Everybody that signs the new contract, just about, 
is going to get a little bit more than the last guy. Everybody in what's considered that kind of top tier anyway. Um, Lamar Jackson will probably get slightly more a year than that. Maybe not Aaron Rodgers' 50 million, but probably somewhere in between the yearly on Kyler's and the yearly on Aaron Rodgers, I would guess. And then it goes up from there when it's Justin Herbert's time and so on and so on. Yeah. Well, uh, you're right. It's just going to keep going up and up, and that's why uh, the we knew we said it at the time that the Mahomes deal was going to end up looking like a bargain and as crazy as it sounds for a guy making 45 million a year it's it's kind of almost the case you know we'll see you know if Mahomes continues to be great and I think he will be he did lose Tyreek Hill this year to the Dolphins is that right the Dolphins yes um and and so uh, we'll we'll check on that situation. Aaron, you'll love this, by the way. This morning, um, I was in Rome, went in Rome, and had to be there fairly early. And we got there, got in pretty good shape there, and I wandered off to find a restroom or something. And when I came back, everybody was grabbing all their stuff, and I, incorrectly, is my fault, thought that somebody picked up my iPad that I'd been charging. And so it, in some of these international airports and even even uh, even the ones in the states, sometimes they'll 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 take you down to this one area and then when it's time to board, you'll have to actually take an escalator down and and then to go walk on the plane. It's a little different and it, that's the way it was in Rome. So Aaron almost like a cartoon, the escalator starts taking me down and I asked Meredith my wife I said did, did you get my iPad and she said no and you know just panic because I've already checked in I've already come through I I gotta have my iPad also doubles as my you know I write and I have a keyboard it doubles as a laptop for me it, it I'm kind of blind without it so Aaron in that moment of panic I turned and started running up the wrong way on the escalator. <laughs> Meredith was pretty impressed with the athleticism that I showed, but it was a quick enough elevator that even with all my crazy running the wrong way, I wasn't really getting anywhere. And so this flight attendant, or not a flight attendant, whoever was working the gate saw some saw it happening and kind of gave me a sign like hey you know don't do whatever you're doing so I took it down ran back up the steps and then had to have someone escort me they held my passport while I went back out to claim my iPad and then waited for me and then let me back through but just you know I everything is a fire drill with me and it just it was a it was a rough way to start the day also Aaron, on these european trips and as uh, stretch likes to call them junkets i know he's been making fun of me on with you and ward and and uh he's put he's apparently been tweeting stuff about me as well uh but i i can't sleep on flights so i'll get up in the morning and let's say the flights in the afternoon like it was over to rome I'll end up going about 27 hours without sleep 
And so I I have a hard time at the first and the end of trips. So anyway, I may be punchier even than usual, but uh, I am very excited to tell everyone, and we'll have a big announcement tomorrow, but we have a huge presenting sponsor for my trip out to uh, Cowboys training camp. We'll have a lot of promos and a lot of fun stuff to announce what we're doing, but uh, tremendous, tremendous support for that. And uh, and I love all our sponsors. I mean, Central National Bank is our great uh, uh, you know headline sponsor for the uh, uh, for the show day to day. But uh, Jim Turner Chevy has stepped up in a huge way and will be the presenting sponsor for our trip to uh, uh, out to Oxnard, California, for Cowboys Camp. That'll happen next week. In fact, I'll be out there for the first practices Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Tuesday will be the big announcement, Aaron, where, uh, where you know, uh, uh, Stephen and Jerry will give the State of the Cowboys address. We'll have a lot of that on the show. And then I'll be in position to do the show from out in Los Angeles slash uh, Ventura County on, uh, on Tuesday. So lots of exciting stuff coming up. We're very, very excited as a station, and we just cannot do this without incredible partners that we have, you know, uh, Barnett Contracting, Schmaltz's, uh, the list goes on and on, but uh, Jim Turner Chevy stepping up in just an enormous way. Thank you, Derek, for what you do out there. Uh, Clay, I just, we have such a wonderful relationship with them, and we appreciate it so much. All right, we'll continue the show live from the Philadelphia airport, and I have some thoughts. I didn't really get to react to some of the Big 12 stuff that came out of media days. I have a few thoughts on it. I want to react to it next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast. Sunny and hot with the heat advisory in effect the rest of the afternoon. Tonight, clear skies with a low near 78. We'll see high temperatures of around 105 through the weekend and early next week with overnight lows in the upper 70s with clear skies. Currently, heat advisory in effect in 102 at ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. Managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, Greg Tepper. Class 6A does have a situation that is unique in the sense that they do not split into divisions. The issue is that the swath of teams that comprise 6A can range from like 2,200 all the way up to 7,000. And so I think what some coaches and what the UIL is going to explore is do we need to take that top bit of teams and put them into like a super cup? Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. 
In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Summer is when blood donations are at their lowest. Do you know there's a need for 1,500 local blood donors each day? You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org or call 800-366-2834. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. It's barbecue and baseball season, and Coach's Smoke is offering the best double play in town. Turn two on Fridays with $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches all day and happy hour from 2 to 7. With their 35 big screen TVs and daily specials, this is the place to watch your Texas Rangers. Put on your favorite player's jersey and head on over to Coach's at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. And don't forget about Coach's Smoke catering for your next event or party. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an art support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Major League Baseball gets back to action today. Rangers have a one-game makeup game in Miami this afternoon, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Astros have a nine-game lead in the West heading back into play. Astros with a doubleheader with the Yankees at Minute Maid in Houston today. San Francisco 49ers have given Jimmy Garoppolo agents permission to seek a trade involving the veteran quarterback. Garoppolo, who is recovering from offseason surgery in his throwing shoulder, has been cleared to start practice with the Niners in training camp next week. Veteran Kyle Rudolph is signing a one-year contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, giving quarterback Tom Brady, a new tight end to target. Philadelphia 76ers free agent James Harding is returning to the franchise on a new two-year, $68 million contract, including a player option for the 2023-2024 season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You'll hear a few announcements. We are doing the show live today from the Philadelphia airport. I'm coming back from Rome via Philly. Had a layover here so I could do the show. And uh, Aaron and I have been reunited. Uh, Ward filled in beautifully. Uh, you can hear Ward 7 to 9, usually with Tom. And uh, appreciate Ward so much. And Aaron and Stephen Simcox got involved. And, and uh, Tom 
was involved last week. And I'm trying to decide, Aaron, I, there's part of me, you know, I don't usually do kind of the tourist thing because I, I came to Philly so much for Eagles, Cowboys games and that kind of thing back in the day. So I, I did Geno's and Pat's and all the cheesesteaks. But I just looked over and I saw a place called Passis. Pass. I'll I'll find it for you guys. Some kind of steaks, and I'm 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 thinking I might give it a try. Aaron, are you a uh, are you a fan of the cheesesteak, the Philly cheesesteak, or is that not really your thing? Oh no, I love them. I've oh, never had Geno's. an authentic one though. Oh, oh. I, as I was, I'm sorry, Aaron. I was asking you that question. As I was asking you the question. I saw Gino's steaks, and they put them. Okay, so Aaron, when you get your authentic one, I'm glad to know you love them because I'll tell you about it. They they put something called like cheese whiz on it, and and they probably do that at some of the places you've been too. But yeah, yeah, and I don't know if I can really we can truly call the Gino steaks at the airport authentic, but uh, I don't know. I might give it a shot. I'm sitting here looking at it right now. Although Aaron, does it? I don't think your I don't think your fellow passengers love it when you decide to show up with a with a cheese steak on a flight. I think I'll I think I'll try to uh, you know have it early you know before the before the flight. You know, Aaron, uh, I was trying to do some uh, intermittent fasting. Uh, you've seen me; I fluctuate pretty wildly, both my hair and my weight. Uh, I would say that we're we're trending in the wrong direction after this trip lots of pizza found myself this more uh, it was like i don't know what time it was like my body it was like early in american time but but later in in uh italian time or european and i was just they were asking if we wanted ice cream on the plane i was like yes yes please so i've just had gelato at every possible stop um, uh, and and but now, Aaron, you you took part and and you had to play a lot of the uh, the coaches' interviews and all the stuff that came out of Big Twelve Media Days. Great to see. I got to run by there before I flew out of the country. Saw Tom. Saw Lark. Uh, Tom will not leave that town without Lark. And I, I love the they were together at Baylor baseball years ago. I love the camaraderie. And the special bond between those two, because they fuss at each other, but they cannot—they can't really function without each other. And I love seeing Lark at that event. And then there was uh, John was holding court as well, and uh, just really fun to see the whole gang. And and then of course, uh, Aaron, they were—we were huddled around your mark. I, I called Tom. Said Tom, get over here. We got—we got you know a chance to interview Brett your mark. And Aaron, y'all played that, I believe, that afternoon. Uh, I had a few questions for him, we all. But Aaron, as only could happen, at one point there were about 25 to 30 of us around the, the new Big 12 commissioner. And then I looked over and some member of the media was being interviewed separate of that. Okay? And it was one of our little, it was, it was part of the internet group, Aaron. He was big. And I thought, oh my gosh, we're all over here interviewing Brett Yarmark and somebody is over interviewing the internet man. And it was just a very kind of a funny moment to look over there and see that. But Yarmark, uh, Brett Yarmark is, he's a, he's an interesting guy. And I thought he had some interesting things to say. I think Bob, 
uh, Bowlesby put him in a weird spot. And, and uh, Aaron, I don't know if you all addressed that or not. I, I, I just got to tell you, I thought it was just strange that, I mean, it, it really should have been. I, I know uh, uh, President Livingstone, because she served on the committee that uh, uh, that brought your mark in, and she had a she had a huge say in that, along with the Kansas president and the in uh, the Texas Tech president. And I, I just was, I thought the whole thing was strange. Why would you have the outgoing commissioner who's retiring? sitting up there as the new commissioner's coming out. It, it, you know, he had to answer everything saying about the great foundation and how Bob left it in great shape. And, I mean, it was just, it was awkward. There was no reason for Bob Bowlesby to be sitting up there at that table. Now, as I as I made my way to Italy, Aaron, I, I, got, I was picking up on some of the quotes and, and looking to see what people say, said, the coaches, I, I did get to hear Dave Aranda and say hello to Dave, and Dave did his usual really nice job and had some very interesting things to say. I thought the best interview, though, was uh, was Mike Gundy. And whether it was at the big, the big room or the breakout sessions, I don't know exactly when all this came out, but I'm sure you all played that on the, uh, uh, on the station, Aaron. I, I thought Gundy was hilarious. And I thought Gundy said... What was what's been on a lot of people's mind? Why? And Aaron, I think you've even brought this up too. Why are OU and Texas even allowed to sit? I mean, they're they're including them in all these meetings with the SEC already, and then they're getting to sit in on all the Big Twelve stuff. Like when the Big Twelve is discussing the future and discussing what it's going to do, these people should not have anything to do with it. I know they're still playing in the conference, but that's just because of the grant of rights thing, and and they don't want to pay all that huge exit fee. So you got to keep them in the conference. But having them hang around and boy, Gundy stung them on it and just said, you know, uh, uh, and, and basically said, you know, if they want to leave, let them leave. But uh, you know, and I forget the money he dropped, but he dropped a, a you know a big amount. I just thought Gundy performed extremely well at the uh, at Big Twelve Media Days. Aaron, did you get a kick out of uh, Mike Gundy's comments? Yeah, I, I agreed 100. percent I know he had to kind of walk him back a little bit, and in a kidding, not kidding kind of way. But I, we both know he wasn't kidding, and he was right. Yeah, I, I. I I just think, I think Mike is, uh, I think he's kind of fed up with it all, and I'm, I'm ready to get to the new blood in this conference and see where it can go. Now, on a, another thing, Aaron, I know we have Campus Confidential, and, and we can keep talking about some of this in Campus Confidential. We'll talk whatever you want to talk about, because that's, uh, that's whatever Aaron lays out for Campus Confidential. But I, I just thought it was uh, fascinating some of the comments across the country uh, at, at SEC media days, ACC, and I liked what uh, I like what the ACC commissioner said. Aaron, did you see that? He said we're we're pretty much right there with SEC and and uh, uh, and, and Big Ten in everything except the, there's a gap in the revenue. <laughs> The, what we're bringing in it's like dude that's like what that's that seems to be 
you know what everything uh, is about, and uh, and and I, I did. I also wanted Aaron, and we can get into this a little bit here in a minute too, if you want to. But I thought it should be noted today before I forget that it is the one-year anniversary of Texas in Oklahoma. Uh, the news breaking, and in fact, when it broke. Um, you know, I, I thought that was really cool. Brent Zwarneman, the guy who broke that story, which was one of the biggest stories in years in college football, jumped on with us immediately. And Brent's a great guy. Uh, I, from the Houston Chronicle, I should add, I find it just fascinating to think back on it all. Aaron, doesn't it, doesn't it seem like so long ago now? And, and it threw everything into... Uh, a huge tailspin. Now, again, today may have been the anniversary of the them making it official. I, I know I, I don't know. I just had read earlier today somebody had mentioned, hey, this is the one year anniversary. So much has happened since then. Again, it feels like it was like two or three years ago since that was announced. But it it started a huge chain reaction. I mean, think about the stories, Aaron that we've had over the last few summers in college football. You had the USC-UCLA thing. Then before the year before that, the, the, the Texas and, and OU thing. And then if you go back a year before that, um, you, you know, we were wondering if there was even going to be a college football season On, only because the SEC and the Big 12 kind of hung in there did it happen because everybody else, the, uh, the Pac-12 – in the Big Ten had basically taken a knee on their season. And in the SEC and the Big 12 kind of holding the line because you know the ACC was going to do whatever those other schools did, pre- preserve the right to play that season. Now, was it a good season? Yeah, it was bad for Baylor, bad for a lot of teams. But I think it beat completely not having a season. Um, and and I, I think... I think that may have been so incredibly hard to recover from. If you had just simply not gotten a season in, uh, it would have been uh, it would have been awful. Aaron, does that not seem like a really long time ago to you now? That Texas and OU made that announcement. Yeah, with everything that's happened since then, it really does seem like forever. It seems like they should already be out of the conference by now. Yeah. Yeah, if they would pony up, they could they could do that. I, I've heard people joke that Texas should just cover OU's half. Uh, hey, OU can find the money when they need to find the money. The uh, you know the one thing, Aaron, I would suggest to our listeners and to you, you probably already read it, but I, ESPN in the past week or so, I've been traveling, so it's hard to keep up. But did a piece on on uh, Brent Venables the new uh, head football coach at OU. And that guy has a fascinating childhood childhood and upbringing. And, and you talk about coming from the mean streets and having to kind of, I, I just, I don't know, these, some of these head coaches, I think in our minds we think, well, they've always been rich and famous and all that kind of thing. And uh, I, the, the things that Venables had to overcome uh, I've always thought he was a little over the top and one of those kind of – I thought he was a little showy on the sideline back in the day with OU because he was screaming so much. But I, if you read the story about uh, Venables, I, I, I do think 
it, it'll kind of make you appreciate kind of all he's overcome and uh, and where he's ended up uh, with the uh, with the Sooners. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show coming to you live from the uh, Philadelphia airport. Strolling around here on a layover, coming back from Rome, and then we'll make my way to DFW. And uh, we've got continued uh, coverage, though. In fact, we've got Campus Confidential coming up next. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Happy New Year from New Orleans as the Bears are the 2022 All-State Sugar Bowl champions to cap a record-breaking season for Baylor football. Baylor wins 12 games in a season for the first time in school history. They finish as champions of the All-State Sugar Bowl 21-7 over the Ole Miss Rebels tonight. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and low policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. At Allen Samuels in Waco, the new 2022 Impressive Wagoneer Series 2 and 3 have 2.9% for 72 months plus 4,500 competitive bonus cash going on now. That's, That's right, right, and 4,500 4, bonus cash. cash. This incentive on the new 2022 Wagoneers for a limited time only at Allen Samuels in Waco. First responders get 500 extra cash. Come shop the new car and truck inventory today at Allen Samuels Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Major League Baseball gets back to action today. Rangers have a one-game makeup game in Miami this afternoon, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Astros have a nine-game lead in the West heading back into play. Astros with a doubleheader with the Yankees at Minute Maid in Houston today. San Francisco 49ers have given Jimmy Garoppolo agents permission to seek a trade involving the veteran quarterback. Garoppolo, who is recovering from offseason surgery in his throwing shoulder, has been cleared to start practice with the Niners in training camp next week. Veteran Kyle Rudolph is signing a one-year contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, giving quarterback Tom Brady a new tight end to target. Philadelphia 76ers free agent James Harding is returning to the franchise on a new two-year, $68 million contract, including a player option for the 2023-2024 season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley, and it is uh, Campus Confidential. And uh, we are uh, on the road. I'll be back in Central Texas tomorrow, flying home from Rome today. Uh, Coming to you live from the Philadelphia airport. And Aaron, I can see... The hotel that I used to stay at every time I came to cover an Eagles game. There it is, the Philadelphia uh, Airport Marriott. It had a connecting little wing, and so it was pretty convenient. But uh, there it is in the distance. As I have found, Aaron, I wish I had started here. I found a rocking chair in a fairly quiet part of the uh, airport, so we're all good now. All right, Aaron, what is on your plate today in Campus Confidential? A, uh, another commitment for Baylor's 2023 football class. This one just uh, kind of hot off the presses about a little over an hour ago on Twitter. Landry Kenny from Tyler Junior College announced his commitment to play at Baylor, if that name sounds familiar. He was the quarterback at La Vega when they won the Class 4A Division I state title in 2018. He moved to La Vega from Denton and then has been at Tyler Junior College. He is the second quarterback commit for the 2023 class for Baylor. The other one is, of course, uh, Austin Novosad. And speaking of him, he's been in a lot of recruiting news lately because he took official visits and got offered, received offers from Ohio State and Texas A&M, where uh, Texas A&M, where he is a legacy. 24-7 sports has moved him up to the number eight quarterback in the country overall and the number 89 overall prospect in the country in the 2023 class. So some quarterback news for the 2023 yeah. class for Baylor. The Bears got him when he wasn't even anywhere close to that. I hope that uh, holds a lot of weight with him. We shall see. I want to say maybe even Notre Dame offered him too, but he's uh, received a ton of offers and 
I, I don't. I, I mean, I you know I love our rivals guys in twenty four seven, and so I I uh, they they do a really good job of covering recruiting. Now the rankings part of it is kind of <laughs> weird to me because doesn't it seem like Aaron? It's like if if Alabama or Ohio State offer you suddenly no matter where you're ranked you're like oh okay now he's a five star now he's a four star you know it's like they don't they don't, they don't you know they do all these rankings and go and they'll look in the past to see what this guy was or what that guy was oh he's three star four stars and it's almost impossible for a Clemson or Alabama or Ohio State to have anything below a four star because once they get an offer from there the recruiting services seem to react to that. Now, that doesn't mean they don't have good people who watch and break film down and all that. But uh, that's that's uh, that the 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 four five star stuff. That stuff is so unreliable in my mind. Uh, but you do have to have some kind of measuring stick. Back in the day, when only Max Imfinger was kind of the big name. Uh, covering college recruiting, you just called them blue chips. I mean, it, it, you know, and I think there's actually a movie named that at some point. But basically, yeah, they were just, hey, this guy's a blue chipper. There was no I, – I, that would be a good thing to try to find out someday, Aaron, is who – when was the first, you know, which, which group was the first to do three-star, four-star – you know, all that kind of stuff. Maybe we'll bring that up with Longquist today when we talk to him at 5 o'clock. I think it may have been Rivals, so we can ask Kevin that. But, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It's it may have been Kevin Longquist. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I think Rivals was the first one to do it. <laughs> um, but, you you know, you were talking about the how when they get offers from big schools, they jump up in the ratings. Uh, that's a great example is Austin Novosad when he was – Baylor was the first to offer him, and he committed to Baylor, and he was a three-star and unranked nationally. Then when Ohio State and Texas A&M came in with offers, he jumped into the not just the top national national top 300, he jumped into the national top 100 in the 24-7 national rankings. So uh, it just goes to prove your point about the rankings. It basically comes down to whether you trust the coaching staff or your, at the school you root for to identify and and kind of nurture talent and I think we both do with the staff here. Yeah. Well, it'll be uh it's fascinating to watch it all play out, but I uh I I'm uh, uh excited about some of these uh recent uh commitments and man anytime you can bring a La Vega a former La Vega player into the fold, I think you're doing something right. There is a new highest-paid head coach in college football after guiding Georgia to their first national championship in 41 years. Kirby Smart was rewarded today with a 10-year contract that will pay him $112.5 million. That contract will stretch through the 2031 season, according to ESPN. The total of $112.5 million would be the most ever paid to a college football coach's average salary of $11.25 million would also be the highest in the country. If you were trying, and I saw that, and that is a massive contract, and, and I think Kirby 
he's done a tremendous job there, and you know that's the going rate. I mean, if you're an SEC, you're winning national championships, uh, and and you know if you can take down the mighty Saban, then you know you need to make Saban-like money, and um, so. Uh, I feel good for. Uh, I think Kirby has uh, has certainly earned that. Of the former Saban coaches that came up under Nick Saban, who who would you say, Aaron? Like, if, if I told you, okay, you got Jimbo and you got Kirby. Now Kirby's a, quite uh, quite a bit younger than Jimbo. Maybe even like, you know. Uh, I don't know, by about 10 years or so. But who would you, who's had the, who's had the, to this point, who is the better head coach, Jimbo Fisher or Kirby? If you, and I'm not talking about who's the hottest right now, just overall head coaching career, would you give it to Jimbo because of the longevity and the, and what he did at Florida State in winning a national title there and then obviously having some success at A&M? Or do you think Kirby's already surpassed him? I think Kirby's already surpassed him. To be to get to the level that Alabama is at currently is just an amazing achievement. And he does have Georgia there where they can compete with them for a national title every year. Not that it was easy to win a national title back when Jimbo did at Florida State, but it's harder now with how good Alabama is. I heard one national analyst say that Alabama could feel, is so deep and so good that they could field two teams and probably beat everybody in the country except for maybe the top ten teams, which I don't know if that's true, but I found I thought it was an interesting, interesting comment. If if I was if I were going to pick the top coaches right now in college football, you go Saban one. I still think I'd put Dabo. Number two, and then you got to think, you got to think of Kirby. I mean, obviously Ryan Day is doing extremely well at Ohio State, but I think you got to think Kirby right now is either two or three in college football. Am I missing anybody? No, I, that would definitely be the top three, I think. And I, I'm with you. I would still put Dabo Sweeney at probably number two, just because he's did it more than once. Yeah, he's. Uh, I I would say I would put Dave Aranda number five. <laughs> I I tell you what, Aranda has turned a lot of heads, and he is one heck of a coach. And I think Baylor is extremely fortunate that he is uh, with the Bears, and extremely fortunate that he seems happy at Baylor. And and uh, thank goodness, um, Matt Rule. I, I still love Matt, but Matt was had his eyes on other things from the time he arrived in Waco, and uh, Aranda is not like that at all. Now, that doesn't mean Rule didn't put in the work and uh, pour into the players and the school. He did all of that, but he had a wandering eye, and uh, and, and Aranda really doesn't, and uh, it's, uh, it's something I uh, admire. Just to clarify, a wondering eye when it came to looking at NFL jobs. Okay, but I don't like to leave it, leave <laughs> things un, untied there. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? Um, 
couple of notes from SEC Media Day real quick. Jimbo Fisher, not a shock that he would say this, but says he holds no ill will towards Nick Saban after their feud earlier this year. Do you believe that? No. <laughs> no, but I think, I think you know, it doesn't behoove him to let that thing keep going. But, uh, I mean, you don't hastily call a press conference and then basically make some kind of weird blanket accusation of some illegal dealings that Saban was a part of if you didn't have ill will. So you either own it or don't own it, but no, I'm not buying that. I didn't either. Um, He went through, you know, how things happened, but that happened to get public and how his reaction to it and all that. But there's still some ill will there I think but I guess they've kind of uh, at least publicly it is water under the bridge but we need to get to the break and get to our next guest oh let's keep him waiting we do not we do not need to do that um, it is uh, Matt Mosley's show coming to you live from the Philadelphia airport where I have secured a rocking chair and am watching Oh, just the beautiful sights and sounds of Philly, uh, right across from a Gino's cheesesteak stand. In fact, I may just slip right over during this break and, and secure a cheesesteak. I got so excited, Aaron, at the, the thought of it, I almost got choked up there. All right, uh, Kevin Longquist from Rivals.com joins us next. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Calling all my local ladies. This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Our season is in full swing, and we are looking for new rock stars in all departments. If you're tired of your everyday run-of-the-mill gig and long for something greater with good, solid income, then hightail yourselves down here ASAP. Bring your spunk and enthusiasm. Do yourselves a favor and join our rowdy bunch today. Come see us at 4201 South Jack Colchin Freeway, right off I-35 and New Road at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Kanek, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. 
Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. But do not fear, the Foundation Doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary, and with the doctor, it won't be. We have more repair options than anyone in town and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show from Philadelphia, live from the Philadelphia Airport, hard by Terminal A, waiting at Gate B11 for the flight to come on back to the Dallas-Fort Worth area and then back to the sacred Central Texas area. Salado, beautiful Salado, ready to see it, ready to see what's going on. Kevin Longquist, after a uh, some time at the beach, has made it back uh, to the blazing hot Metroplex. Kevin, uh, appreciate you joining us today, and uh, I uh, hope you had a great uh, time at the uh, at the beach, I, I I was excited. I always think of you immediately when uh, when when Baylor gets one of these recruits. And I know we were kind of I, this was came out news came out yesterday, but the big D lineman from Lakeview Centennial, uh, Trey Wilson. Now you, you you always seem to have a uh, uh, a real good feel for like which direction some of these things are blowing. Did you sense it was headed? Baylor's way was there any was there any surprise on this one? No, I think what happened there, Matt. What was what was interesting about this was, you know, at the beginning of June when Baylor was getting all of it, and even late May when Baylor was getting all of its official business lined up, that Wilson's name came up, and it didn't sound like his official visit was going to happen. And this was shortly after he announced his top eight. And I'm thinking, well, that's really weird because he came down and had a pretty good experience for his fall, excuse me, spring camp down in, like I think it was late March. And then uh, the tide kind of turned toward the middle of the month where he did wind up scheduling his official visit there. And once he did that, I thought that Baylor put himself in the position to get him. And obviously that's what happened. And the one thing that Trey has talked about in the past about his experiences at Baylor is the fact that he feels like the defense fits him in terms of the speed 
and what the, how they use their defensive ends. I think he's a guy that could be a candidate to be maybe in that jack position because he's 6'3", so that's, that's tall enough so that you can drop him back and he's flexible enough so that he could play that. I don't know if he's got another growth spurt in him or not, but that would be an option for them to consider him at. But, of course, we have to let it all play out by the time he gets on campus and then see where it goes. But to your point on that, this is a great pickup for them. And one other thing I'll point out is that 14 of their 23 commitments for this class are either three-star 5.7 ratings, which is the highest three-star ratings that Rivals goes, or four stars. So you're talking about 60% of this class that is sitting at 5.7 for a four-star four star recruit. That's pretty good stuff. I feel like we've got, like, we're playing music for Kevin or something. I like this. I mean, this is, uh, <laughs> Kevin, are you hearing that? I mean, this is quite a yeah. deal. You know what, Matt? I think I actually flew out of, I, I was actually in Philadelphia uh, about two months ago, I think I flew out of that gate. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I think probably that's where Dallas-Fort Worth flights are uh, are headed out of. And I uh, at Philadelphia Marriott uh, Airport Marriott, I've stayed too. I've stayed at way too many times. But I am right across uh, uh, Kevin from Geno Steaks, uh, and. Oh, yeah. That is, uh, you know, you got to do it. You got to do it when you're in town. I may go ahead and grab some of that, but man, I've been eating pizza and pasta all across the all across Italy, so I need to kind of calm that down uh, for sure. Well, I, there was something else, Aaron and I. What? Oh, we, you know, we've done Rome before. This was more about the Amalfi Coast and uh, and and that whole area, Sorrento and and uh, Ravallo and. This was kind of, I was inspired by Stanley Tucci's CNN uh, food show where he was eating everywhere, and, and that was, uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty remarkable stuff, um, uh, you know, all that part. They went to Venice, spent a little time in Venice, but I do love uh, what you're talking about, the Vatican. We took a tour last time we were there, loved it. When my daughter was 10 years old, we got a, uh, you know, a tour guide that we thought would be great with a kid. And uh, it turned out she was awesome and uh, explained to us how she used, like, uh, Italian food terms to say, you know, that Rome is like a lasagna. It's just built on each layer. That, that really resonated with me, being a, being a huge lasagna connoisseur. Now, uh, Kevin, one of the things we were visiting about earlier was uh, this, this Novoside. Uh, the youngster has... Uh, seen in, in at least some of these places, Bull Rivals does such a great job with this, but, but his, his ratings keep going up and up and up. I think somebody just moved him to like the number eight quarterback in the 2023 class. And it is, is explain this to us. You've done this before, but just so people kind of understand this, does does the when you start getting the Ohio State and uh, and like those enormous type offers that he's getting, does that impact that at all, or is it just is this the time of year? No matter where the the offers are coming in, that they kind of adjust guys uh, as far as four star, five star, three star. I think it's yes to all of your questions, Matt. I think part of it, you know, Austin was rated fairly high anyway when all these 
ratings came out. I think when at the time that he committed to Baylor back in December of 2021, he was either a 5.7 high three star or he was a 5.8, about to break into our 250. And then when the first ratings, and then when the ratings came out in February, uh, right after the signing period, I think he was around 248. And then when our next ratings period came out in May, uh, he jumped all the way up to 136. And then we have another one that's coming out like in September, I believe it is. And I think what, what part of this is that if you've got really great talent, of course, and you get the ton of major division P5 offers coming to you like in Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Georgia, that sort of thing, that's going to obviously increase your stock because those coaching staffs will kind of, if you will, get the benefit of the doubt of getting the top talent and that they want to pursue that type of player. So that's going to impact it. I think in Austin's case, he was very highly thought of to begin with. And then as he started to go through the camp season, especially, and then, as, and the, and then he went through a formalized uh, a national seven-on-seven seven season where he got more exposure to more recruiting sites, not only ours, but others. And then he got to go to the Elite 11 camp in uh, Southern California in late June. Those all played a part. So then the further evaluations continued from the coaching staff, and that's why Notre Dame offered him last week. And so now that's another thing you have to uh, look at this. And, you know, I still wouldn't, even though Georgia, I think, is ways away on this, I still wouldn't discount Georgia taking a look at this. It, it just depends on what people think. And, and, look, I know Baylor fans can be completely frustrated wishing that he could be, that he would just verbally come out and say, I'm shutting it down, I'm not doing this, or whatever the case may be. It's, but that's just not the way it's going to work. Now, he may come out randomly and do it, but I don't anticipate him doing that. I think what's going to be important here is, you know, Baylor's got their final camp coming up on July 30th, which is a week from Saturday, and they're going to have a good number of kids there, highly rated kids there, and I think it's going to be a big recruiting event for the 2023 class, and should he get there for that, I think that's a big uh, win for the coaching staff. And I know that sounds kind of weird to say that because I believe he's been committed to them for seven months, but yeah, but it, recruiting is a 365 thing because of yeah. people you got kids even though you have this kid committed you still got to keep going and in fact it even gets intensified when other programs like Notre Dame and Ohio State and now Texas and of course Texas A&M get involved in this process Kevin Longquist joining us rivals.com does a, such a great job covering Baylor now speaking of quarterbacks the JUCO Baylor is thin at the quarterback position for various reasons, uh, and the Novasad thing, you know, hopefully that goes the right direction, or that could put further pressure on the Bears at quarterback. Uh, I don't think we still have a great read on where Drones is. They did go after a former La Vega player, uh, Tyler Juco player. What uh, what did you make of that one? Uh, I mean. I, I think everything just kind of has to, uh, everything's kind of on hold. Uh, and, you know, this is, uh, I'll put it to you this way. Everything is on hold until they know where they're going with this. And I, I don't put any, I mean, okay. you, you really can't have a plan B, Matt, until you are absolutely certain Austin's coming. I mean, look, the delicacy of this thing is, is what's at stake here. And so you just can't come out there and say, well, yeah, we're going to, or even have it floated out there. I mean, I think that's part of the, the issue here where everyone's going, 
because it's being talked about a lot in circles. Like, well, if they lose him, what's plan B? I'm like, well, no one can really talk about that until they know. And then they find out. And it may take until middle of December until they actually feel, you know, feel good where this is going with them. But it's kind of like you, you, you have to roll the dice and just roll with it because he's been committed to you for the last seven months and played it. Pray to heaven that it all works out and that it comes that it comes this way. I mean, that's the best I can tell people about this. I'm not worried about rumors about other quarterbacks or any of that stuff right now and, and, until we absolutely have certainty that you know. And, and I've seen stories where he has told other other publications that he's completely committed to Baylor, and that's great. I'm I'm, ho- I'm hoping that for Baylor's case, that's the way it's going to end up. But this is June, excuse me, July yeah. 21st. We got a ways to go here until the middle of December, and anything can happen. And as yeah. I like to well, say, recruiting is weird, and it's just going to be this way until we get to the finish line. Yeah, yeah, and some publications are a little more rah-rah than others. It is the uh, Matt Mosley uh, Show, ESPN Central Texas. Kevin Lonquist from Rivals.com joining us. And uh, I, I, I wondered what you, uh, you know, since I was out of the country, um, just the, the latest story on the Big 12 um, walking away, at least for now, on a possible merger with the Pac-12. What was your uh, initial thought on that? And what do you, um, do, you do you sense that uh, Big 12 will continue to at least kind of think about adding maybe three or four of these schools where do you what was your initial uh take on on that situation well i always viewed these discussions with the pac-12 just from the stuff that i'd read and just talking to a couple people about this it was just i I felt it was more exploratory and it's the pac-12 that's doing most of the pushing on this because they were the ones that just got hit by a two by four by ucla and usc leaving so they're the ones that have got to do all the work and try and get themselves situated here they're basically taking bail excuse me taking the big 12's place from last year where they're the ones that are have to try and scramble to figure out what their future is and obviously the big 12 reacted very very well adding four new schools that are going to start uh july 1st on 2023 um but i think the other issue here to keep in mind is that the big 12's grant of rights do not end until 2024. now you can obviously negotiate well in advance of when that's coming up and i would anticipate that in sometime in 2023 that the big 12 and espn and fox sports will start talking about this and then we'll kind of find out exactly how that's going to push my, my guess is, is that if there's any kind of merger it's going to be the big 12 taking schools from the pac-12 rather than any kind of merger and obviously the four schools that have been talked about at length about coming to the Big 12 would be Arizona, Colorado, former Big 12 member, but Arizona, Colorado, Utah, and Arizona State. I would still think that those would be the four that you would add, and then, of course, that puts the back to the Pac-12 in a pretty difficult spot. But I guess the whole thing is going to have to depend on where the Big 12 brand of rights go on this and what kind of deal they can negotiate, because look at it this way. The Big 12 cleared about $42 million per school in its recent revenue distribution in early June. They anticipate those numbers probably going up to about 45, 46 next year. And it's all going to be about what kind of deal can you broker with those four new schools that are entering? Because you got to obviously exclude Texas and OU, who are, I guess, are going to stay until 2025. 
but you got to broker this with those four new schools and then i would pre presume that you're going to have to present scenarios to the network saying well if we added these four schools what could that mean for our revenue and then kind of go from there and you would probably put models together to determine how that would look well i like it and uh i was uh, wanting to catch up with you today as i was on the road did you do uh did you do Orange Beach what, or Destin? Or did you, what, no. what beach did you do this year? We, we actually we have a condo that we go to uh, in Fort Morgan, which is just due west of Orange Beach. It's a little peninsula oh. uh, that's just it's between Orange Beach and Mobile. And uh, we've been doing this for about the last five years, and uh, it's been a great experience for all of us to do this over the years. And one of the years, from a historical value, one of the great things, and I didn't do it this year, I did it two years ago, was that the battleship USS Alabama is docked there in Mobile Bay, and you get to do self-guided tours of it. It's quite an experience uh, going through that battleship. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like doing that, and uh, I also like knowing about this condo now, and the Mosleys will hopefully be able to stay there, and we'll try to line something up, okay? Uh, Kevin, I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, travel safe, Matt. Thanks for the time. You bet. You bet. Yeah, thank you for the time, Kevin. It's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, back stateside. And it's time. We're going to let you hear something really cool coming up. Uh, Dick Vitale, extremely emotional speech last night at the ESPYs. We're going to let you hear a little bit of that. We'll do that next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast, heat advisory in effect. For the rest of the afternoon into the early evening tonight, clear skies with a low near 78. Through the weekend, we'll see highs near 105 and overnight lows near 78. Currently 103 at ESPN Central Texas. Are you tired of the same old boring pizza? Well, it's time to step it up and head on over to Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall off Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. This pizza is a handcrafted cuisine from the Castillo family, serving the fine food since the 1930s. Order by the slice or a whole pie, or try Castillo's spaghetti and meatballs. Top your meal off with Italian gelato with many flavors to choose from. Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall, Waco. Stop by or check them out at villagepizzeria.com. Is $5 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook? Afraid how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then you need to head to the Real Texas Gun Show at Lee Lockwood Library, July 30th and 31st, benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be the show where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. Located at 2801 West Waco Drive in the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, this gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. Do not miss this show either as a patron or a 
vendor. That's the Real Texas Gun Show at Lee Lockwood Library and Museum in Waco, benefiting charity Saturday, July 30th, 9 to 5, and Sunday, July 31st from 10 to 4. It's kid-friendly, so bring the family. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com what do john morris kirk watson maxine hart walter abercrombie martha lou scott michael hyatt and robert darden all have in common they've each been interviewed on baylor lines direct line conversation series you can hear from these outstanding bears and many many more with a subscription to baylor line insider this is your all access pass to the best content in the baylor family Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Major League Baseball gets back to action today. Rangers have a one-game makeup game in Miami this afternoon, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Astros have a nine-game lead in the West heading back into play. Astros with a doubleheader with the Yankees at Minute Maid in Houston today. San Francisco 49ers have given Jimmy Garoppolo agents permission to seek a trade involving the veteran quarterback. Garoppolo, who is recovering from offseason surgery in his throwing shoulder, has been cleared to start practice with the Niners in training camp next week. Veteran Kyle Rudolph is signing a one-year contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, giving quarterback Tom Brady a new tight end to target. Philadelphia 76ers free agent James Harding is returning to the franchise on a new two-year 68 million contract including a player option for the 2023-2024 season. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. On his Matt Mosley show Coming to you live from Philadelphia Airport as I make my way home from Europe. You'll hear some flights being called out here and there. That's okay. Uh, excited to be back home. Been a great trip. Uh, last night they had uh, uh, the ESPYs. I, I generally don't stop down for this, especially if I'm in another country. Um, but I have heard just a ton of buzz on Dick Vitale's speech. Jim Valvano, the late coach at NC State, was very, very famous for uh, the speech that he made about cancer all those years ago. And then obviously he, uh, we lost Jim not that long after the ESPYs. Honestly, that was probably still considered the greatest moment uh, at the ESPYs. And, um, and with everything Dick Vitale has been through and all the money he's been fighting cancer and all the money he's raised, uh, he was honored 
at last night's ESPYs, and I thought it would be appropriate uh, in case you missed the ESPYs like I did. Uh, I've just been hearing tremendous things about the speech and how meaningful it was, and wanted to give you an opportunity to hear some of that Jim Val, uh, some of some of the Dick Vitale uh, speech from last night at the ESPYs. First of all, I want to thank George. He was my driver in 1981. For all you young people thinking about being motivated and inspired, 1981, he's my driver. 1995, a plane is canceled. I'm in the Atlanta airport. I board, grab USA Today, open the sports section. I can't believe what I read. The new president of ESPN, George Bodenheimer. I said, holy shit, that's my, that's my driver. Unbelievable. Called him up, left the message, left the message for his secretary, and I said, give me his voicemail. Because he's always moaning, groaning, I'm going nowhere, Dickie V. Anyway, oh yeah, I got a great degree, and all I'm doing is driving you around. It's ridiculous. I'm delivering mail. There was something about him. I knew he was going to make it. I said, George, you're going to make it someday. So I left the message. I said, you're going nowhere. Nowhere with your life. What are you doing, man? President, you better not forget me. I want a new five-year contract, baby. I want to get some, I want to get some cash like Stephon Curry and Draymond and all those guys are getting. But well, he took care of me big time. Love you, George. My guy, Chris Berman. Chris Berman. Chris and I, Chris and I belong to the 1979 club at ESPN. We started in 79, the first year, first year of ESPN. My God, when they had called me up to work at ESPN after I got the Ziggy, got fired in the NBA, they said to me, we want you at ESPN. I said, ESPN? What the hell's ESPN? It sounds like a disease. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, it's been a disease. I've been there for 43 years. But Chris, you are Mr. ESPN. And my guy, John Hamm, I look at you in envy as I sit here. Man, if I had your hair and I had your looks, I'd be a TV star, baby. Thank you, John. God bless, guys. Tonight, I've been in awe. Awe. I'm going to tell Mark who I'm sitting next to from Capital One. I'm in awe when I saw the pieces on Albert Pauls, on Gretchen, on Vitali. And if you're not in awe, something's wrong. I'm in awe of all the athletes that are here today. The greatness that you possess. The greatness is unbelievable. And you should be so proud. And I think there's one little formula I believe in so much. Growing up as a kid, I was sitting there and thinking about it. And it really reflects what's in this room. It reflects what you're about. Passion. How many times did we hear the word passion today? You couldn't be a star, Aaron, without passion. Cooper, right down the line, Megan. All you great giants that are here, Draymond, and the great Warriors team, if you didn't have a passion, you take that passion plus pride. I've often said pride in a person is a ability to persevere, to respect all the competition, but fear none. I for intelligence, the ability to make intelligent decisions, not book intelligence, I'm not talking, I'm talking intelligent decisions away from the arena and competition, making intelligent decisions in your personal life. 
I think about pride, I think about the four Ds. Desire, dedication, determination, discipline of body and mind, the ability to have that drive and a desire at that crucial moment when you have to perform, like you did, Cooper, to break my heart as a season ticket holder of the Tampa Bay Bucks. You, Mr. Donald, what you did to my guy, Brady. I cried my eyes out leaving that stadium. I couldn't believe it, the way they came back. And I said, here we go, baby, Uncle Moe's on Tom Brady's side. That means we're winning this, baby. And all of a sudden, you go for like 60 yards, touchdown, and we're brokenhearted. But you see, you accommodate a person with pride, what I call enthusiasm, excitement, and energy. The three E's of life. You have that, you're going to win. Back in March 4th, 1993, I stood here and I introduced at Madison Square Garden at the very first ESPYs, my buddy Jimmy V. If you only had heard Jimmy V the night before, you would never, ever, ever believed or dreamt that he could stand there and give his speech. That's why I stood to the side, as John Hamm said. I stood there because I thought he could simply say thank you and sit down. I called him up that night, the night before at the rehearsal. I said, Jimmy, Jimmy, you can't believe what you're going to do tomorrow night. It's going to be unbelievable, better than I ever thought. I can barely hear his words. Dick, Dick, you think I give a, an award? I'm not going to see my Leanne, my Jamie, my Nicole, my daughters graduate. I'm not going to be able to see them walk him down the aisle. It's over, man. I'm trying to pick his spirits up. Jimmy, you got to come, man. You got to come. We came on a plane the next day with Mike Krzyzewski, his wife, Mickey, Jimmy's wife, Pam. Mike tells me the next day they arrive, as they arrive in New York, he said, he's throwing up all over the place, sick as a dog. So now we're in the arena and he's sitting right up front and I try to go grab one of the production assistants and say, you know what, why don't you let him bring a mic to And he could sense something's going on. So he said, come over, man. So I come over, he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to make it easy for you. And Jimmy, some choice words. And he told Mike and I sitting there, just get me on that effing stage. Get me on that stage. We got him on that stage. I was mesmerized, blown away as he electrified the nation. And that speech, don't give up, don't ever give up, has created what we're here today. We have raised $300 million in his name. Think about that, $300 million. Think about, think about his legacy. His legacy is a true legacy. Oh, he cut the nets down and coaches dream of that. They won that national championship. I've said, I've told people, like, there's three major factors that have made the V Foundation jump like they have to become such an incredible, incredible first-class foundation. Because every dollar that's donated goes for research. Because as a member of the board, I can tell you this, we have, ready for this, a $40 million, $40 million endowment that all the administrative costs are paid for. So every dollar when I go out and beg, I'm not gonna be on the streets begging the way I do and plead, if money's going to pay this one, pay that one. 
It all goes where it should go to help people battling that dreaded disease. So Jimmy's, to me, the first thing that gave him the popularity was winning that national championship, beating a great team, great team years before you were Hakeem Olajuwon, Clyde Drexler, Houston. Nobody gave North Carolina State a shot, but you couldn't tell to Jimmy and his guys. And there they are. And Derek Wittenberg, who does a great job for us on the board, had that survive and advance documentary that's terrific. And there he is, unbelievable. And the job he did was just fantastic. And he threw probably the greatest air ball, the greatest air ball in the history of basketball. And that air ball was caught by Lorenzo Charles, who dunked that sucker, and they won the national title. And Jimmy ran around the court looking for somebody to hug, looking to give some love and get some love. Well, that moment gave him popularity on the national scene. Then you combine that with his great speech, don't give up, don't ever give up. And those two factors were major. And then there was a third factor that elevated the V Foundation. Jimmy's family, his wife Pam, his daughters, all got involved, his brothers, Bobby and Nick, Nick became the head of the V Foundation. For a while there, he did a great, great job. They're telling me to wrap it up. You know what, man? I'm gonna do what my guy Jimmy V did. You know what Jimmy V told when they said wrap him up, giving that speech? He said, my father will everybody out. Kidding me? My guy, Jimmy, I need a few more minutes. I got the boss over there, he's on my side, Jimmy Pataro anyway, so I'm okay. But anyway, the bottom line is, the V Foundation started to move big time, big time, making $300 million. What a legacy, what a legacy. A legacy that you, in unbelievable, affects so many people battling cancer. And that's what Jimmy's done, save lives. And he'll go on generation after generation. And that's a great legacy to have. I sit here and I tell you, I, obviously, my case, it's been a tough eight months. A journey that's been tough and without my beautiful family, my wife Lorraine, stand up Lorraine. <laughs> my, my wife Lorraine was the greatest recruit I ever recruited. Man, she shot me down three times asking to dance. You should have seen her. She's good looking now, 51 years ago, man. When she walked in a room, the eyes just went like that. They still do, Lorraine, don't get me wrong. But she, she's, she's a Hall of Famer. I'm in like 15 Hall of Fames. I can't run, I can't jump, I can't shoot. I got a body by Linguini, but I'm in 15 Hall of Fames. My wife is truly the Hall of Famer of my family. I want my whole family to stand up. My five grandchildren, my daughters, my grandsons. They're on, they play tennis. They play tennis at Duke University. My granddaughter, Sydney, she plays tennis at Notre Dame. And her brother is a lacrosse player at Notre Dame. And then I got the fifth one who's a high school junior in Erica. Aaron's beautiful wife, you know her. She's right now rated one of the top junior tennis players in the country. So she should have her choice. But I overheard a conversation one day with them. And they were bragging about their 3.8s and their 3.9s. And I heard that, I said, hey, that's ridiculous. I was better than you guys, out of 4.0. They said to my wife, they call her Lola, Lola. No way Papa had a 
Are you calling me a liar? At a 4.0. 1.0 is a freshman, 1.0 is a sophomore. At a 4.0. But, but I, I want to thank them. Caregivers, as a caregiver, they were unbelievable for me. They carried me like you couldn't believe. I want to thank, certainly, unbelievable, the incredible love I got from ESPN. My second family, incredible. I think of Jimmy Pataro, our boss, treats me like royalty, which is beautiful, as the previous bosses were great as well. But I, I, I think about all my colleagues on and off the air have been so great sending messages, messages. And if you, if you know someone that's battling cancer, extend a message, extend a prayer. So many times I laid in a hospital and it was those messages that picked me up at the darkest moment when it gave me such a lift to say, you know what, I gotta beat this, man. I hear Jimmy's words in my head, don't give up, man, don't give up. I heard my mom, my mother and father were uneducated. Fifth grade education and a doctorate of love. And he taught me in this great nation. I lost my eyes as a kid, as you saw in the video. My mother would say, I don't want that no excuses. Richie, you can be what you want to be. You can be what you want to be. And I, I really can't thank from the bottom of my heart all the people at ESPN. I can't thank my medical team. My medical team, Dr. Brown, and all the people at the hospital, Jellison Oncology Center, they were fantastic, fantastic. They treated me tremendously. So special, Dr. Kachera, Dr. Meredith, and then I have my vocal cord problems and I see him sitting there. Dr. Stevens, I tell Stand up, Stephen. Stephen, to me, he's the, he's the Stephen Curry. He's the Stephen Curry of the vocal cords. And if you don't, if you don't believe me, call up Lionel Richie, call up Adele, call up James Taylor, call up Stephen Tyler. I mean, it goes on and on. He even took care of greatest maybe ever of all time, one of the famous people of all time when he was living, Muhammad the champ. He operated on him as well. So I thank you, Stephen. Thank you. Because people, I have to tell you this, 72 hours ago, I was in his office in Boston. And I had not spoken for, well, it was a month. He did surgery on me the first time on my vocal cords back in, oh God, that was back in February 15th. Then he did surgery again on June 15th. Incredible. He's, and it's only a month ago. And it takes six to eight weeks to heal. And he told me in that office, and he called the president up as well. He said, I'm going to clear him to speak at the ESPYs as long as he follows my instruction. But he needs a few more weeks yet of healing process. I had what's called precancerous dysplasia all over my vocal cords. I love you, buddy, and I thank you so much for making this happen for me today. And I keep flashing, please wrap up, and I'm gonna wrap up in about three minutes. But the, bo <laughs> but, uh, the bottom line is, the bottom line is, I wanna thank the college basketball landscape, coaches, oh my God, John, Jay Wright, John Calipari, I could go on and on. Mike Bray, Tom Izzo, all these coaches, Rick Pitino, constantly messages almost regularly. I mean, and then Rick Barnes of Tennessee would send me a prayer, a prayer every day for four months straight. I would get a prayer, a personal, personal prayer from him. 
blew my wife and I away. That love, that love and that caring has me standing here today. And my wife as well, without her support and her caregiving, I wouldn't be here today. I really believe that. But you know what? I am here. And I'm going to, my last thought is very simple. I want to thank the V Foundation, the great job to be on that board, especially. Russell, you're going to love it. And so is Sierra. You're going to love it. They're just great, great people. And having you on that board is special and going to be special. But the bottom line is they're people that care. They want to help others. And right now, my dedication, and people that know me, are kids. No kid or child should be doing chemo and radiation. And I've dedicated myself to the point, as they said, we've raised 55 million, and it's not enough. If you're able and you're financially able, please, I beg you, only four cents out of every dollar in funding goes for pediatrics, and that's a crime. I could name kids here to you. I can name a Peyton Wright. She lost her life. I watched her become blind. I watched her become blind and paralyzed, then ultimately died. I went to the funeral, tore my heart out, watching a mom and dad put their beautiful little girl to rest. I think about Tony Colton. Tony had spirit like you couldn't believe. And Tony, Tony passed away, and I was at his bedside at the hospital when he was terminally ill, seeing those tubes all in him. Good-looking kid, 16 years old at the time, just broke my heart. And he called me to his bed, and he whispered, because you couldn't barely hear him. He said, Mr. V, Mr. V, please help those kids. Don't let them suffer like me. And I said, Tony, to my last breath, I will beg and plead for dollars. So people out there, go to V.org and make a donation. I think of all beautiful kids' names, Weston Herman, brain cancer. I think of Macari Tarpley, Hodgkin's disease, Colton Corny, I, Corny. They mean nothing to you, but to me they do. They come to my gala every year as the Dick Vitale, all courageous team. Courage, like you cannot believe. So I close with this to you. And I close and I have a message. Jimmy, my man up there, I know in spirit you're up there with Stuart Scott, John Saunders, love those guys, all gone so early. I know you're hosting the little hoops party, John Thompson, you got Roly Massimino, and all you gathering, watching what we're doing, we're thinking about us. And I will tell you this, Jimmy V, my man, we are not gonna stop. Stop chasing the dream of raising dollars in your dream. Jimmy's dream was to beat cancer, and we must do it, because it doesn't discriminate. It comes after all. In fact, I want everybody in this room that knows somebody they love, knows somebody in their family, or maybe themselves, that's battled cancer to please stand. Well, take a look at this room. It doesn't matter race, religion. It'll bring it to your knees. There's only one way to beat it, my friends. We gotta raise dollars and give the oncologists a fighting chance. I close by simply saying, keep chasing your dreams, keep chasing your goals. And to me, all of you in this room are special winners in the game of life and what you've done to pursue your goals. And remember, just remember, 
Perseverance plus passion plus pride equals win in the game of life. God bless. Thank you. All right, there he was. Uh, and uh, Dick Vitale, very emotional, uh, you know, typical Vitale, but uh, very, very meaningful. And uh, it was uh, it was a very interesting night. There's a lot of stuff getting buzzed. My buddies keep telling me that Steph was not very good, to which I would say, why would you ever put a star athlete in a situation where he has to host something like that? It doesn't make any sense to me uh, at all. But uh, tremendous stuff from Dick Vitale. All right, we wanted to let you have a little bit of that as uh, I prepare to, to head back to the mainland, back to central Texas. Um, it is time now, though, for the dismount. And a couple of things we need to cover, including a huge contract in the NFL that went down earlier today. We'll discuss it next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Hey, guys. It's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just got in trouble for putting a lifesaver in my mouth. It's the fifth one, and he's diabetic. I spit the other two out. At me. Well, one at you and two in the trash. And the one I got right now that you can't stand because I do this. Who's with me on that? We don't like to hear the crunching or the munching. Give us a call and talk about it. 254-235-4922. Or just call her up and just smack in her ear. Ask for Jana. She will go nuts. Do it. 235-4922 or crunchmonster.com. Fixitjimmy.com. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months and June right on track to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. Now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks. Whether that's a 2014 used truck 
or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again. Get it dressed up again. And let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners. We have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Major League Baseball gets back to action today. Rangers have a one-game makeup game in Miami this afternoon, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Astros have a nine-game lead in the West heading back into play. Astros with a doubleheader with the Yankees at Minute Maid in Houston today. San Francisco 49ers have given Jimmy Garoppolo agents permission to seek a trade involving the veteran quarterback. Garoppolo, who is recovering from offseason surgery in his throwing shoulder, has been cleared to start practice with the Niners in training camp next week. Veteran Kyle Rudolph is signing a one-year contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, giving quarterback Tom Brady a new tight end to target. Philadelphia 76ers free agent James Harding is returning to the franchise on a new two-year, $68 million contract, including a player option for the 2023-2024 season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, appreciate everybody, and uh, I do, do want to say thanks to uh, Aaron and Ward, uh, Tom as well uh, from last week, uh, everybody, Stephen Simcox who came in last week to, to help out Aaron and, and did a nice job Friday. Uh, appreciate everybody why I went on a little overseas getaway. Um, uh, very appreciative on that front. As we say goodbye uh, in today's dismount, I wanted to hit on the, the fact that uh, – the, the, the new deal that uh, came down for Kyler Murray, and it's an enormous deal, and it comes out. I think it's the it's now the second biggest per year deal out there uh, behind only Aaron Rodgers. Comes in around $47, $48 million a year. Uh, <laughs> just a, a unbelievable deal. It's a five-year extension. I think it takes him through... 2028 so Aaron you know the NFL is funny in the NBA when a player shows that he's unhappy you can almost be certain that you're going to get a trade within six months maybe even sooner than that in the NFL a player like Kyler Murray shows that he's unhappy scrubs his Instagram and Twitter of all the Cardinals mentions and then he still ends up getting a monstrous deal Um, it is has Arizona been great with him? Well, they've had their great, they've had moments. They started one season last year. They started, you know, the 2019 hot. Last year they started hot, and then they finished four and six in the last ten games after starting seven and zero. Oh. Um, tremendous talent. Is he someone I would give 48 million dollars to a year? No. And as we joked about Aaron, it is coming to fruition. This Patrick Mahomes deal is going to start looking very reasonable as the years go on, and they they locked him up at ten years, forty-five million. Aaron, I think the same people did his that uh, that did the ACC contract. <laughs> I thought, I thought you might like bad, that. Or will be his will end up being as bad as the ACCs. I think you're right. <laughs> well, uh, all that, and then uh, uh, also some interesting Cowboy stuff. Uh, just a reminder, we uh, we will be heading out to 
Oxnard, California. The Matt Mosley Show is going out there. Uh, we'll have some announcements coming up in the next few days, uh, tomorrow, in fact. But, uh, uh, you know, my former presenting sponsor, Jim Turner Chevy, is going to be the presenting sponsor for this. And it's very, very exciting to have Jim back on. Derek does such an incredible job out there. They'll be the presenting sponsor of our coverage for uh, my trip out to California. I'll be out there from Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of next week with the Cowboys. Their first practice will be Wednesday, and they'll practice Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I'll be at all those practices. So very, very exciting stuff coming up. Uh, appreciate everybody who's been a part of this. When we got to say goodnight, we'll be back with you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas.